recording? Yes. Yep. Fantastic. We are all recording on February 18th, 2021 for the 225th episode of the Quarantine Cast. Everything's going to be okay, guys. Uh, nothing else really matters. Because we're getting a new fucking Mario Golf. Nintendo Direct? Wasn't that going on while we recorded yesterday, the Nintendo Direct? Uh, no, just it was after. right before. Yeah. Or, or we after. recorded right yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't have time to uh, expound upon the incredible revelation that is a new Mario Golf game. Fucking Mario Golf. Wario's dressed as a cowboy for some reason. He's a fashion icon. But why? I, he can pull it off. If you if you can. could pull off being a plaid cowboy, wouldn't you? I think anyone not can a, pull off wearing plaid. It's not a question of uh, can you pull it off. It's a question of should you pull it off. <laughs> Is the world ready for it? Uh, they've also added a. They've apparently added a career style rpg mode to mario golf which fucking okay wait is this gonna be like ryan's uh baseball dating sim game that he played it'll be power pros yeah. yeah it's gonna be like that but but like are you a person or are you you pick a mario character and then play uh, through as them you can be either so in a regular game you can be either a me or a mario character in the rpg i believe you are playing as uh your character climbing the ranks of the fucking mushroom kingdom's golf world holy shit yeah so fucking weird yeah is it even mario anymore if that's like it like is it like yeah is it even the mushroom kingdom i guess i should say like that seems like, I remember, uh, what's it called? Had a career mode. The baseball. Mario Baseball. Is that just what it's called? Is it just called Mario I think Baseball? It might just maybe? be Mario Baseball. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, for the GameCube. And that had, yeah, like a quote unquote story mode where you had to go around and beat all the other players and then you could play Bowser's team using the players that you had, like, grouped together. Mm-hmm. Similar to, like, the old Smash story modes. Oh, I get it. Yeah. This sounds different. What if it's not? What if it's the same? What if it's like career golf mode, but like you think you're about to play a game of golf, but it is just beating the shit out of your opponent, yeah. Smash Bros style, and then once you beat them, they're on your team now. <laughs> use use a club, a golf club that is. They keep yeah. referring to it as golf, but it in no way, shape, or form resembles the game of golf. Uh, it's Someone did propose full contact golf, <laughs> and I did think that sounds fucking awesome. Uh, full contact golf is not in this game, but speed golf is, where everybody if tees... Strokes don't matter. Well... You just gotta get it in. Yeah, actually, kind of. Strokes don't matter. Everybody tees off at the same time, though, and then you are making your character run to where their ball is to hit again, and then it's just first one in the hole wins. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Like, if that was in real life, like, I'm not good yeah. at golf, but if I, like, was passable at golf, I think that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just 
racing, just sprinting. You're out of breath. You're yeah. sweaty. You're shaking. You can't hit it straight, but it doesn't matter if you have to take five more swings. Do you guys remember the episode of Jimmy Neutron where Human Neutron thinks he's the last man in the world mm-hmm. and then is just having a blast and one of them is hopping on a scooter with uh, uh, his club bag hanging off of his back and then just playing a round of golf while never getting off the scooter. Yeah. It's fun. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying that's basically full contact golf, speed golf. You have to sprint to your ball and everything like that, except for you're trying to, like, tackle each other. Yeah. And, like, stop each other from being able to do that. Um. So that sounds fun to me. Are people wearing football pads for this, or do we think that would get in the way of their swing? That gets in the way of their swing. Oh, rugby style full contact. Dig it. You don't. You don't even get a helmet. It's just blood sport. I mean, same thing as rugby. Yeah. When when you ironically when you don't load people up with pads, the impacts are a lot less big because you get hurt too when you turn yourself into a human projectile and slam into the person at a full sprint. You have to be more strategic about how you tackle or you will injure yourself. So, yeah. I mean, it's not less safe inherently. I mean, also, the other people are swinging clubs around. You mistimed that, and you were getting really injured. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's like blocking a punt, but with a metal golf club <laughs> instead of a, a person's leg kicking you. You and your opponent meet on the green. It's hole 18. You have your club tucked into your belt. The wind rustles your hair as several cherry blossom petals float (laughs) into frame. You draw your clubs, swing as fast as you can. (laughs) Omae omo, Shindiru. Like all the anime cuts as the hits, freezes, ball goes flying, freezes, lock on their eyes, (laughs) gets tighter. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. You could at least do, yeah, like a series about it. Like an animated series about full contact golf. I I don't think there's been a golf anime yet. There's been a golf anime, right? There was a pretty popular golf manga uh, that ran about... Uh, how is it ago. not adapted? The top five best anime about golf. Yeah, yeah. so there's at least five of them. <laughs> Dando, Beat Shot... Pro Golfer Seru, Koga, Hikyu. Yeah, that's got a long Japanese name. Pro Golfer Seru again. <laughs> Ashita Tenki Ninare. Pro Golfer Seru. There's, a, there's, there's like four Pro Golfer Seru series. Lucas is I a fake corrected. anime fan. Apparently. There just, there just has to be. Also, like, like when you click on them, it sends you to weird like Amazon pages. I mean, like, yeah, it searches Pro Golfer Seru TV, and then none of the results have anything to do with that. Yeah. Weird. Right? Mm. Uh, mm. Wait. No, according to the Annie Manga Wiki, it's a Japanese manga 
that was serialized in Weekly Shonen Sunday from 1974 to 1980. Yeah, oh, wait, here reading. we go. Anime, anime, <laughs> anime adaptation. You do that shit a 1985, lot. 1985, 1988. Look, this first sentence confirms my hypothesis. Please don't read the next three. <laughs> you did that with the fucking, um, what was it? Oxygen? Yeah. I tried. Oxygen thing. I, no, no, that was me. That wasn't Lucas. That was oh, was me. it? Yeah. I try not to when we're off mic, I, but, you know, I, then it's dead air. It's dead air and it doesn't make great content. Got to oh. snap to it with all this shit. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to put air. the burden of this on the podcast, on the listener, but it's to their benefit. <laughs> the best way to fix dead air is to fill it with meaningless nonsense rather than just cutting it. <laughs> Like, let's just blabber incoherently to fill it rather than just cutting it to make it more succinct. I mean, isn't that kind of what this podcast is? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to let there be dead air. See if it gets cut. (laughs) God damn, making my life harder. God damn it. That's our new objective. Me and Andrew just laying down the editing gauntlet for Lucas the entire time. That's our, that's our new podcast. Mm. Trying to get someone to edit the podcast. <laughs> Mess with the editor. It looks sunny where you are, Lucas. Doesn't look like a frigid hellscape I, like it had. Yeah, we got And everyone knows it can't be sunny and cold at the same time. <laughs> got half inch of snow this morning and now a sunny afternoon to balance it out. It's nice. A little bit of variety. Yeah. So much different weather patterns. I've been watching this series on Wired's YouTube channel. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that accent guy who breaks down like movie accents and stuff. And he's just, he knows more about accents than anyone should (laughs) and can do just any accent completely on command because he knows all the features of said accent and stuff like that and in impressions and stuff like that too. Um, He's a a professional accent coach for like movies and TV. Like he helps the actors fully realize characters and stuff like that. Um, that you're doing a tour of North American accents mm-hmm. and they're just going around mostly the U S talking about various accents. And most recently they got to like the Midwest and they were talking about what was it? It was like the great Northern shift. And they're like, this could be, this is the most, the biggest shift that's happened in English accents since like the 1600s and like Shakespeare and stuff. Okay. Holy fuck, what? (laughs) And it's just like, this vowel sound becomes this vowel sound. And as we all know, that makes this vowel sound replace it. And then it's just a chain reaction of vowel sounds until like nothing makes sense anymore. And this is happening primarily around the Great Lakes, in particular Chicago and uh, upstate New York and stuff like that. And I was just like, hmm, yes, this thing. I know all about it. (laughs) Like... It's it's fucking insane. Do you, but it's really in depth and really cool. Do you got well? Uh, okay, maybe this is more a question for Ryan because Andrew, you're still in Wisconsin. Do you guys ever get called out for having a Wisconsin accent? Not having a Wisconsin accent, saying words. Like, okay. Very rarely nowadays because I've definitely figured out the trigger words that make people go like, "You're weird." Big. <laughs> uh, a fucking bagel, <laughs> a bagel, saying it yeah. like bagel, 
even though it's bagel. But then when I say bag, it's like a, a front. I, I always said milk growing up with an E. Uh, oh, yeah. And I don't think that's a Wisconsin thing. I think I just always said it. And I think in college, you guys ironed that one out of me. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you want to roll with us. You get the shit on lock, okay? Yeah, you really got to get that milk. <laughs> milk. Don't you dare kind of like milk. Uh I noticed, and and he brought this up for, like, Utah accents, uh, that they say, like, mountain. They don't say the T. And I was like, I do that. I definitely never say the T. I don't go mountain. I say mountain. mountain. I don't know. Mm. But I don't think, I, I don't, I think the only one of those that's a Wisconsin thing is bag. Yeah. Or bagel. But that, I think bagel's more just because no one eats bagels in Wisconsin. <laughs> I... Are they even bagels if they don't have New York water? I mean, you just mispronounced it, so Fuck. which I love. <laughs> right? It gets in your head. I you're don't. Just like, well, when I say big, people make fun bag. of me. So then I, why am I supposed to say bagel now? <laughs> but you are. Bag. Okay, so how is it pronounced? I won't say it because... Bagel. Bagel. Bagel? Mm, you're hitting the bag. It's like bagel. Bagel? Bagel. Yeah, it's like bagel. Bagel. So like B-E-Y-G-L-E? Like the way that you make fun of Wisconsinites for saying the word bag. That's how you're supposed to say bagel? That's how you're supposed to say bagel. Bagel. Even though they're spelled exactly the fucking I was going to say, this is not making sense to me. No, I know. It's fucking impossible. But it's a real thing. I feel like I'm throwing an E in there, like bay, when I'm saying it, bagel. Yeah, you can do it that way too. Mm, I don't like it. But yeah, if you say bagel, like with a long ad, then you're wrong. And it's like, but that's how you say bag. <laughs> so how did how how did is Brit- it like a New York thing? Is that is that where that comes from? Ba- bagel. Probably I don't know. If I don't know. How did something? How did Brit? Let's say ask it the in... accent guy. Oh, boy. She said bagel, bag- and that okay. comes straight from Dan Harmon, not knowing. <laughs> I, I thought she said it. boggle. Pretty sure. Oh, wasn't bagel. there someone in that episode who pronounced it like fucking they might have boggle? Been like, yeah, they they might have riffed, yeah. Oh, okay. By saying it's boggle, but yeah, no. She said bagel, or yeah, bagel, and that's specifically how Dan Harmon said it because he's from Wisconsin. Maybe it's a Wisconsin thing. Wait, what? More so. Dan Harmon's what? from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. I okay, did. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't well, know that. Wow. Knowledge. Huh. No, he's from Brown Deer, Wisconsin. He's from Brown Deer? <laughs> Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, the pride of Brown Deer. Okay. He doesn't sound yeah. at all like he's from Wisconsin. Okay, neither do most of us. <laughs> well, I can't uh, decentralized accents. We, uh, yeah. No, he, he was from Brown Deer. He got bussed into like a Milwaukee public school <laughs> and, and went to a high school where he was one of like four white kids. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then went to Marquette and dropped out and then went to community college. And that's where he got the idea for community. Huh. And then he worked, uh, or then he was on Milwaukee Comedy Sports, which from what I gather were like the bad boys of comedy sports. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this concept of comedy sports, but it was like huge in the 80s and 90s of like, I don't know if you remember mathletes, where you'd have like math mm-hmm. competitions and they were math athletes. Yeah. They did that, but for like comedy, like improv and stuff. And it was huge in like the 80s and 90s, and like every city had their comedy sports team. Oh, as like, though they were like the Green Bay Packers. So there was the Milwaukee comedy sports team that him and Rob Schraub, who 
became one of his famous or one one of his directors and collaborators. And then Rob Schraub also made this thing called Jaws Four, which look it up, it's fucking amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, and they were on Milwaukee Comedy Sports, and they were like the bad boys of comedy sports. And like there are others like L.A. Comedy Sports or like St. Louis Comedy Sports had Jason Sudeikis. Uh, like a lot, of, yeah, a lot of like future pretty big comedians were in it, and uh, they were all from different cities and stuff. But yeah, they talk about I think their name, their their sub team name. It was a group within Milwaukee Comedy Sports called the Dead Ale Wives, who were just like just doing weird shit, and everyone else was like trying to do mainstream. Like, oh, I hope maybe an SNL talent scout notices me, and they were just doing other stuff basically, and then. Yeah, they moved out to L.A. because Rob Schraub made a comic book called Scud, the Disposable Assassin that got some steam. So they moved out to L.A. to potentially adapt it. And then they ended up not adapting it, but they developed a pilot with Jack Black called Heat Vision and Jack. And I think Ben Stiller was producing. And it was like the most expensive pilot ever (laughs) and didn't get picked up to series. (laughs) And then Sarah Silverman saw Rob Schraub's Jaws 4 which I think I might have mentioned where he, the, yeah. the shark is his penis. <laughs> and she thought it was so funny that she had him direct. Uh, and then she needed writers and she met Dan through Rob. And then she fired Dan <laughs> because Dan was an asshole. Mm. And Rob stayed on the show and that like had a rift in their friendship. And then Dan went on to do other stuff, Channel 101 and everything. And then Community. And then the rest is history. So yeah, I know a little too much about that from listening to every single episode of Harmon Town. <laughs> but it's interesting when they're just like, Jason Sudeikis is here. And they're like, yeah, you guys were fucking, you were what everyone looked up to in the comedy sports world. Milwaukee comedy sports. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the most random thing ever. You'd think, yeah, like Chicago, like Second City, or LA, like the entertainment capital, or New York, like such a big comedy scene. Nope. Apparently it was Milwaukee was the, <laughs> the gold tier. I... Mm. Uh, it's a good town. Lost the transition a little bit, but speaking of Jack Black, did you guys hear that he's going to voice Claptrap in the Borderlands movie, and that yeah. the Borderlands movie is Wait, weirdly is it, is it a movie stacked? Or a show? It's a sh- it it's a, a movie. Oh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in it too. Yeah, those are the only two cast members I know. Uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart's of course. Like Why not? It's live action, right? Like he'd play a person. I I think so. Uh, and also Kate Blanchett as as a Lilith could be. Why though? Who's Lilith? I I mean I haven't really played much of the games. I just have a lot of cultural osmosis. Lilith, Is she the clown lady? Yeah. Wait, Lilith. Yeah, she's a siren. Kate Blanchett's kind of... Okay, that's mean. I don't want to... Isn't she a little old? (laughs) For that role. Movie magic. They're going to age down Kate Blanchett versus just casting a young... We don't know what the setup... We don't know what the setup of the movie is. Maybe it is, like, a couple years in the future. Everybody's past their prime. She's 51. Yeah. Lilith is, like, 20. (laughs) She's like a 20-year-old goddess who's known for being, like, the most attractive person in the universe, making her, like, yeah, but, yeah, literally a goddess. Like, no, no offense to Kate Blanchett, but, like, I just, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. 
Fair enough. Mm. I think that is a... Who else? Oh. Uh, I think that's... Okay, White Knight. <laughs> oh, Ryan's offending Kate Blanchett's honor. <laughs> I think it's great. Me personally. I'm a feminist. It's like, I don't... I'm not saying older women can't have roles in movies. I, just... I don't think this that's role... what I was saying. I think you're realizing what you're saying might be a little fucked up and are kind of putting no. it on me that, like... Mm. Mm. I'm not, yes, you, see, look, Andrew. Look, no, no, Andrew. No. He he was saying that. But both both of you guys are fine. Like, your both of your opinions on this are fine. It's just that you both are attacking the other one for reasons I don't understand. Like, no, I didn't oh, mean well, to attack anyone. Sorry. Chet seems too old to play the character that we think that she's going to play. But Lucas is right. We have no idea what the setup of this show is. It could be everything. 40 years down the line or whatever, and Kate Blanchett is just going to be playing Lilith as a 50-year-old. Who knows? She's a goddess. I don't even know that she ages. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It just sounds weird to me. But, yeah, who knows? They're not really talking about it, other than it's just set in the Borderlands world. Yeah. Also, like it for all we know, it might not be live action. It could all be animated, and Kate Blanchett is doing a voice. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. But or if they're doing that weird, uh, like cell shaded animation on top of live action shit, they could just make her look young. They're gonna rotoscope. Rotoscope. That's, that's what it's called. Then that's fucked up. Like <laughs> no, cast a young actress who who's maybe not like a super known name or something. You're you're just taking a role meant for someone else and being like, hey, pal, chat, and then awkwardly having artists make her look younger when everything else is going to be rotoscoped, apparently, to, like, reality. I don't know. We can be upset about this later. We don't know anything about this right now. You're only allowed to do that for Luke Skywalker and no one else. No, everyone made fun of it when Luke... No one was praising it when they did that with Luke Skywalker. Everyone made fun of it and said it was terrible. So, yeah, no, you're not allowed to do that. It's it's equal opportunity making... Getting ripped on. Uh, I mean, they have a big, long variety. Like, he joins an A-list ensemble. I, I think maybe Kevin Hart is the only A-lister in that. And even he's kind of borderline nowadays. Ooh. Jamie Lee Curtis, Kate Blanchett, and Jack Black are just not A-list anymore. At one point, they were A-list. I was going to say, this sounds like, you know, 15 years ago, this no. is an A-list cast. Kevin Hart would have been the smallest. Yeah. Per- Relatively uh, unknown stand-up comedian Kevin Hart. Yeah. Dropping a special in a year or so. Yeah. But no- nowadays, none of them were big enough to be like Tom Hanks or fucking... You know, the, the people that hit the A-list and they never drop off it because they were just so big that, right. you know, I, they're, they're A-list for the rest of their life level. They were all big at one point, but they're definitely not right now. I mean, that being said, I think this is definitely a bigger cast for a Borderlands movie than I ever would have thought would be the case. Yeah. What about Michael Fassbender for Assassin's Creed? I... <laughs> what, a, what a casting... Blanchett is playing the main protagonist Lilith with Hart is playing a skilled soldier named Roland Curtis has been cast as Tannis an archaeologist working and they're not talking I feel like they would definitely mention that it's animated right <laughs> in this big long article and it, I don't see any animated animation studios attached 
Huh. I. Da It's weird. This is weird. Let's talk about other weird stuff in the wacky post roll. Is Eli Roth directing this? Yeah. yeah. Which is another like. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, Look, man, I'm not saying Eli Roth doesn't make decent stuff. I'm saying tonally, he's like the most indie for indie's sake director of all time. I feel yeah. like he purposely makes his movies untenable because he wants yeah. them to be small. Hey, I mean, Randy Pitchford's listed as an executive producer. I'm sure he'll keep everybody on task and just focus on bringing his vision to life. Straight and narrow. Strauss Zelnick mm. is an EP, the the CEO of Take Two. Jesus Christ! I think he's like in his fifties and he's just fucking shredded. <laughs> like, look up a picture of Strauss Zelnick. It's pretty fucking great. Also, is this the post roll? I well, we didn't do a clap sync. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this dude's fucking jacked <laughs> just yoked <laughs> he's like just a f- guy in his 50s who's a ceo it's 60s he's in his 60s oh my god which show yeah like he's at 63 to be looking like that he looks like 51 <laughs> but so. you are mm, you're allowed to stop come on we gotta do a clap thing i'm gonna lose <laughs> you're it allowed to stop. <laughs> you got nothing he knows left he's to allowed to he doesn't want to <laughs> Some Strauss Zelnick, uh, v- big vampire lady level simping. <laughs> oh no! Crush me with your old man packs. <laughs> Don't do that. That'd be so bad. With legs like that, a body like that, and a face like his, he's gonna be a Victoria's Secret supermodel. <laughs> He's posing, yeah, with, like, Rosario Dawson and stuff. And, like, they're not dating in these pictures. But, like, it looks appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're like, yeah, that's not weird. (laughs) That looks like a couple. (laughs) Meanwhile, one is, yeah, like, the fucking CEO of a video game company in his 60s. And the other is a world-famous actress. Yeah, but I mean, like, one of them is a 40-year-old actress who looks like she's 30, and the other one is a 60-year-old CEO that looks like he's 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is, yeah, like, good-looking enough to feasibly be dating the 30-year-old actress. And wealthy enough, most likely. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah no such yeah. thing as huh. ugly rich people. We know this. Well. No, we know this. 
Like, uh, uh, there's no such thing as ugly rich people who aren't insanely elderly. <laughs> like, it, okay. yeah, once you get past 80, sure, it's it's hard to... It's hard to not look like an 80-year-old. <laughs> no. But, like, pretty much up until then, it was like, oh, wow, they age so gracefully. It's like they age so richly. Like, yeah. They, they, they have the taking... money to keep themselves from aging yeah. like human beings are built to. They were taking fucking HGH since they were 35 years old. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. On the reg. Well. Like, they don't have wrinkles and their muscles heal and develop at rates that is not normal. <laughs> Exactly. With zero side effects because they have only the finest scientists in the world keeping them balanced in terms of chemicals and hormones. How do I do it? Every morning for breakfast, just have a protein shake full of stem cells and then I'm on my way. Yeah. One black cup of coffee if I'm feeling wild. Every night I sit in my armchair and curl up with a good book with an IV of a 22-year-old woman's <laughs> blood running into my vein. <laughs> yep. Getting army hammer territory. Mm. Yeah. Do we... I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, just look at the picture of fucking Elon Musk when he was first interviewed as the like one of the co-founders of PayPal, and he's just fucking balding hairline, like big old teeth, like just looks like a goofy-ass programmer that you would expect to found PayPal. And look at them now. Like, look, look, look at what they've done to my boy. I, speaking of, I got a gripe. I got a gripe with Elon and PayPal. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, we've got a... Wow. Uh, some, someone has something bad to say about Elon Musk. And one of his products? Yeah. They have made PayPal worse. They have actively made PayPal worse so they can make more money off of it. It used to be if you wanted to transfer money from PayPal to a bank... Uh, instead of some other kind of account or receive the money directly through like a virtual virtual card or whatever, that would just be a no-cost transfer to go to a bank, whereas if you wanted on a card, that would be some amount of time. Uh, they would get a percentage of that. Yeah. But now to go to the bank, it's like, yeah, this is going to take three days now, where it didn't before, or it was practically instantaneous. Okay. I like it. Making it worse. Making it a worse why service. Need, why do you need it instantly? I don't, I don't. Well, okay, some people might if they're walking the tightrope a lot harder than what I am. But, like, they've just made it worse so that the option where they get a cut of the money seems a little more appealing. But, like, every major money-sharing service does that. Yeah. PayPal was apparently the one exception before... I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were going to say that their baseline transfers now cost money. And I was like, that's some bullshit. No, that would be the death like of just, PayPal. You say that, who fucking knows? Mm. I, and I was like, yeah, that'd be some bullshit. But just, they, they, they dropped down to go in line with every other money sharing service. Like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Are you mad at PlayStation for making their online cost money? I mean, yeah, I was. Same thing. Oh, are you over it now? <laughs> I guess what's going to happen in three to four years? You're going to forget and not care anymore I, mm. with this PayPal thing. I mean, it's the exact same thing. Like, they, they had an objectively better service that they made worse because all of their competitors were doing it the other way. So they were like, fuck it, I guess we have to, and then did it. 
and make are making money hand over fist now. So. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm still kind of mad about PlayStation Online getting locked behind a paywall. I'm still mad about that. I went to okay, bat cool. for PlayStation in high school saying, oh, you guys love Xbox. Well, I don't have to pl- pay to play online on my pay- PlayStation 3. And then you had to for the PlayStation 4. And it's horseshit. Yeah. I haven't heard you mention it in a long time. I'm glad I could reignite. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I could hatred. make you upset again, Lucas. That was the main reason I skipped that generation of consoles is because I was like, okay, I have to pay for fucking online now? Bullshit. The anger doesn't always burn bright, but the embers, the embers are there waiting. You're looking for the oxygen to spark. I'm a college student. I'm going to spend fucking, what was it, 500 bucks on a PS4 and then spend uh, like 60 bucks a year on paying for online for video games that I may or may not play. Like, Mm. no, fuck that. Now I have some disposable income, so it's like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'll just eat it. Yeah. To, in order to play with my friends, but back then I, I stand by my decision. That was some bullshit. Still some bullshit. All right. We're in cool. a position where we can tolerate more bullshit, I guess. All right. Starting yeah. to run long. Uh, Andrew's actively doing work now. Can't blame him. Um, no, I, I, I wasn't doing work. I was checking to see if the Mars rover had landed yet. Oh. We're a couple minutes away. Oh, yeah. I forgot this is a topical podcast where we talk about shit that's relevant or try to. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, we talked about PayPal. That's relevant. Thank you all for listening to the 225th episode of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe. Email voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Patreon, we got one. Support us there, please. Actually, link in the description down below. Uh, follow me on Twitter at LucasDeWriter. Keep up with all of my writing. And check out my article about uh, playing Demon Souls in quarantine and how those things are more similar than what I may be comfortable with. Uh, Thank you again for listening, and good luck out there.